That should be my cross, you know, the middle one. I should be hanging there, surrounded by this crowd gathered here today. Women, priests, Pharisees, a follower perhaps. And the curious ones who seem to enjoy seeing death by crucifixion. I should be there. But today I'm not even sure I want to be here in a place where I might be seen and recognized and someone throws me back in prison. But that can't happen, you see, because I'm free. That cross is his. It's not mine. I'm free because of him, because he took my place on the cross today. I think they call him Jesus. Now they call me. Well, they called me. They shouted my name. Barabbas, give us Barabbas. And that's why I'm here today at the foot of the cross. But I shouldn't be here. I should be running. I should be hiding in the hills. I should be running for my life. My life. That's what this is about. This crucifixion. The untimely death of one young man. This is all about this crucifixion. I was to die today. The cross was made for me. Those nails are mine. But at the last minute, I was released. Now I should go back and tell you a little bit about how I ended up in prison to begin with. Most people weren't surprised to find out I had ended up there. You see, as a kid, I was brash and a loudmouth, and I was a leader of the gang, and I liked it. If there was mischief, I was there. My teen years, they weren't much better. But then as an adult, someone came to me and said, Hey, do you want to be part of something really exciting? We have a cause. We have a group, and we're going to do something about the Romans in our land. I mean, they're enemies of our God and of our people. Our group, the zealots, were tired of talking and praying and waiting. We have a small band of brave and faithful men. And we know if the other men of Israel see what our small band of men can do, the rest will follow. We'll raid and we'll strike. We'll kill if we must. And we need fearless men like you. Like you, I heard them say. So I joined. I followed where they led. And soon I led too. I was bold and daring. I was calloused. I led the attacks. We hit and we ran. We plundered. We stole. And we did it all in the name of our Father, our God. And everything was going as we could have hoped. But someone, someone had betrayed us. We had a plan. There was a large caravan headed for Rome, and it was filled with money and treasure and goods of every kind. There would be enough plunder for us to start a small army. And I was in charge, but someone had betrayed us. So they were waiting for us. They were waiting for me, Barabbas. Apparently, my name had struck fear in the hearts of many of them, and they wanted me. So I fought. My sword, it cut and it struck and it killed. And then everything went black, and I awoke in that prison cell. 
And now less than a week later today, as I was lying there, I knew they had wasted no time. They were going to make an example of me. Crucifixion. As I thought more about what was going to happen next, I heard the guards. I heard footsteps. This was it. Crucifixion. And that's when it really finally hit me. I've seen it. It's a terrifying way to die. But wait, they're taking me past the crosses now. They're leading me up the stairs to the governor's balcony. There's voices. I hear voices. There's a crowd. There's loud, loud, angry shouts. And then I see him. I've heard of him. He's a miracle worker, a traveling prophet, a peacemaker. He's going to bring in the kingdom of God, as people say, with what we wonder, with words, with words. He stands beside me now. Which one will you have me release? Pilate asked. Barabbas or Jesus? Did I hear him correctly? He's having them choose between us. The irony doesn't escape me, even in the confusion of this moment. In a way, we shared a claim. We shared a title to be sons of the Father. That's what Jesus claimed to be, a son of the Father. That's what I had been told. That's what I was as well. My name, Barabbas, means son of the Father. Two sons of the Father. What a choice. They know of me. They know what I've done, and it frightens me. But him, he's harmless. Who will they choose? Who would you have chosen? It's obvious the true, the righteous choice is him. And me, captured, condemned, what would become of me? Barabbas, Barabbas, they shouted, give us Barabbas. And just like that, the command was given, release him. My hands, they were unchained. My feet were cut loose. Free, I am free. I don't need to tell you that I ran from there. And as I made my way down through the halls, another loud cry arose. And it was a cry that stopped me in my tracks. Did I hear them correctly? Crucify him, they shouted. Crucify him. I was free and the other son of the father, docile and silent, was going to die in my place for me. Let those words sink in. For me. Do you know what it's like to be able to say that and to know that it's true? 
That should be my cross. I should be hanging there. Do you know what it's like to know that someone took your place? Someone innocent when you're guilty. Do you know what it is to be named a child of the Father? Do you know what it is to be free? A uh, reflection in response to the words from Barabbas. There's Jesus, the Son of the Father, the capital F Father. And there's Barabbas, whose name means Sons of the Father, lowercase f. Barabbas, Son of the lowercase f Father, a Father of this world. The father weighed down by sin, suffering, languishing under oppression. A father instructing his boy, his son, to be stronger, faster, tougher, smarter, and more cunning than all the other boys. The lowercase f father. A misguided man who bought into the symptoms, the systems of this world. Someone have their boot on your neck? Well, flip them over and put your boot on their neck. Teach them a lesson. Punish them for their injustice against you. Only the strong survive. If it takes a bloody revolution, just make sure you are the last one standing. Bar Abbas, son of the lowercase f, father. Eye for an eye. If someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn around and punch them even harder. If someone takes your cloak, strike them down and take it back. Bar Abbas was a product of his time, as we all are. He fought against injustice and oppression with the tools at his disposal in the way that he knew how. He was a violent man, and his violence was probably rooted as violence is rooted today, so often in a toxic masculinity that taught people to fight with physical strength, weapons, and damning words. He was a violent man because he was most likely raised by a violent man. In a violent world. Barabbas was in prison for murder, for insurrection. Jesus was in prison because he had become known through his radical teachings and his miracles as the king of the Jews. Certainly, both individuals posed a threat to. Rome. But when given the choice to free one of the men, why did the crowd choose Barabbas? Because when you are engaged in a battle for your life and your livelihood, wouldn't you rather have a fighter on your side? 
And the people were playing a chess match with Rome. And they had very few pieces left on their board. Imagine Rome was mocking its opponent by giving them the option to choose whether the next piece of theirs to go would be a pawn or a knight. They wanted the knight. When you feel oppressed, the promises of one who is willing to use violence against the oppressor is more desirable, more appealing than the voice of the one willing to suffer violence from the oppressor. And yet, one is the son of the lowercase f father. The other is the son of the capital F, Father. This entire account is meant to convict us of our predilection for violence, for self-sufficiency, our desire to overpower our enemies, for using the weapons of the world to win worldly power. And in the Gospel of John, we hear a Succinct and damning summary. And this is judgment that the light has come into the world and the people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. We often talk about the shame or foolishness of the cross. Recognizing that the way of Christ, a way of humility and nonviolence, looks foolish to the world. What we don't talk enough about is the foolishness of war, the foolishness of armed and violent insurrection, the foolishness of taking matters into our own self righteous hands. The foolishness of thinking we are entitled to power and privilege because of our skin color or ethnic heritage or our accumulated wealth or political capital. Barabbas is never mentioned again. We don't know what became of him following his release. What we do know is that God didn't use Barabbas to defeat sin, death, and the devil. No. To do that, God used the one whom the people scoffed at and left to die. God used the cross. God used the Christ. Christ.